0: Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's com slash sale. And book your free consult today. You're listening to the Upper
1: Hand
2: Fantasy Podcast. Now, here's your host, Faraz Sadiqi and Zach Rizzuto.
1: Now, we talked about these first two picks, right? Going to number three here, Like, let's say C.J. Stroud and uh, Bryce Young are the two picks overall you mentioned at number three arizona has a pretty good chance of moving out of that pick um now let's say arizona doesn't find a trade partner they're not getting enough for that pick i would assume that they're not going to take a quarterback right so we're looking at will anderson right we're looking at christian gonzalez right tyree wilson right those guys as of right now will anderson is the favorite uh to go at number three but i think that's assuming that, you know, nobody moves up to number three, right? And in that scenario, like, how are you playing that, right? Like you have, you know, you're looking at Cardinals potentially moving out of that pick, right? So how would you play it? Or do you just stay, completely stay away from from this particular spot because all the different scenarios involved?
2: I would say the most likely scenario that I would be betting in, and again, I'm not betting anything on the number three overall pick market yet, but I would say the best value right now would probably be Will Levis at like six or seven to one right now, just yeah. because if a team is moving up, let's say whether it's the Titans or the Colts or, or the Raiders, right? Like if a team is trading up, it's for a quarterback. And now you're essentially betting whether it's going to be Anthony Richardson or Will Levis. I do think Anthony Richardson right. is likely the guy teams are trading up for, but at those odds, you've really kind of canceled out like, every single person yeah, in the except for those two players.
1: Yeah, richardson Richardson's at plus one twenty five, which is good, actually good odds for and, and that's on on uh on Bet I think that's on uh Bet MGM and then on DraftKings cool. at minus one seventy five. So he's the favorite yeah. to go at number three uh according to DraftKings.
2: Yeah, exactly. So it's like right now it's a really tough market to kind of look at because the market is so priced in on a trade already happening to where yeah like every quarterback seems there. So it's like, if you want to really go down and I, and I mentioned this scenario again, was like, if I were to do a bet right now, it might be just on like a CJ Stroud, like 25 to one to go third overall or something along those lines where it's like, if he doesn't go first, like that's, that's the spot. He's probably going to get picked. I mean, I wouldn't say probably get picked like he's easily, he could easily go to, but it's like, it just, it just more scenarios at two where things could go awry for Stroud, where it's like he goes to three and that's where a team trades up to get him. So yep, I think I can see that. that's a spot where it's interesting. I, it's really hard to bet on any of these players as if the Cardinals are sticking. But if the Cardinals were to stick, like I think they have – I would say three guys they really like. It would be Will Anderson. You mentioned three guys. Will Anderson, Gonzalez, and Tyree Wilson. I yep. know if they're trading back, I know Wilson and Gonzalez are probably the guys they're going to be targeting. Like, right. I think Gonzalez is probably a guy they really, really like, and they probably just don't want to take him at three. Or Wilson, it's like they probably have these guys that like. They know they can get some value back. And I'm always curious if the Cardinals take less to trade down just because they do have this kind of tier of guys there so um if i were to bet it i would it would just be like something crazy like it probably stroud like 25 to 1 or something along those lines right now but yeah he's he's see, that, i see Levitas. him at 25
1: to 1 right now on DraftKings. um so that's definitely an interesting mm-hmm. one i can see it happening so you know most likely you know i think this scenario is going to be where three quarterbacks are off the board in the first three picks mm-hmm. here, right and that's assuming that the cardinals do end up trading out but the colts though the colts you know there's a good chance that they stay put right <laughs> And, you know, they're at number four and there's been a lot of ties to Will Levis here. Right. And uh, Anthony Richardson, as of right now, seems to be the favorite to go at number four overall, according to the sports books. Uh, but Will Levis at plus 150, you know, that's an option. And, you know, if you look looking at all the non quarterback options, um, it, it, it seems to me like, you know, they're they it doesn't seem like Vegas at least thinks that a court, uh you know, any other a non quarterback will go there. Obviously CJ Stroud, Bryce Young, crazy odds, plus thirty five hundred, each of those guys to go in number four overall, but we talked about that. But what are you hearing in terms of, you know, Will Levis and Anthony Richardson if they're both available to the Colts?
2: The Colts have the key to the draft right now. In terms of they can entirely put the key in, walk in the door, and turn this party upside down they can absolutely flip this on their head. And here's how they would flip it on their head is we know that they have been, you know, rumored as the most likely team to Lamar Jackson. It seems like every team that has been a viable fit for Lamar Jackson has kind of come out and said, we don't want Lamar Jackson or something along the lines where they're disinterested and even, offering him or going along the lines of that. And I think it's because teams could realize that the Ravens would match an offer or something along those lines, but like some of the teams aren't even that interested in like maybe a sign and trade or something on, but Chris Ballard came out and was like, Oh, he's a special player. And, and if a special player is available, like we got to go do our due diligence. And this right. is now coming out after the fact of them maybe missing out on the first overall pick. So I don't think it's a lock that the Colts take a quarterback. And I think there's going to be more and more rumors as the draft approaches about what the Colts are going to do, especially if a team is trading up. Especially if a team is trading up, Titans or Raiders move up to three. Are the Colts going to sit there and just take whoever falls to them? Like normally a team, we see this every year, like it's normally – a team is not going to take who falls to them. A team is normally trading up for a guy because they really like a guy instead of like having someone fall in their laps. Like we just really don't see it that often. Like think of all the quarterbacks in the past, like few years that um, have like been the third or fourth quarterback, like Josh Allen got traded up for even Josh Rosen. Um, Justin Fields got traded up for um, who else? I mean, last year was terrible, but um, Trey Lance was a third quarterback. He got traded up for, um, so we uh, see uh, it with uh, these. Mac Jones,
1: uh, Mac Jones ended up falling right to a team that was willing to take him yeah. in the middle of the first round. And even that some could say was a mistake. Right. Um. So, and yeah. there were teams, you know, in between that where they could have taken a quarterback, but they passed on Mac Jones.
2: Yeah. So exactly. So the thing is like, unless the, I can easily see the Colts trading up to three and just being like, Hey, like we want to make this move. They might have to, it might be overpriced like, because, to move up one spot, the Cardinals have a lot of leverage on the Colts now. Where it's like if they're only moving down one spot, they might ask for a decent asking price for that. So if the Colts really like a guy, right. they really like Anthony Richardson, they like Levis, cool. Like I could definitely see that happening. Um, but I think I think I think the Lamar Jackson aspect of things is like, you know, dang, we just missed out on the first overall pick. Like maybe we set our sights towards Lamar Jackson and instead use this number four overall pick. As part of trade negotiations with the Ravens, so if the Colts were to sign it an offer sheet, it
1: seems to me it seems like they're, they're going to have to give up that pick at the very. I mean, yeah, it's like two first-round sure. picks, right? You know, for that you know that tender. So yeah, exactly. They're going to have to send at least this year's first rounder, which is the number four overall pick, and then the Ravens go ahead and take that number four overall pick and choose a quarterback potentially.
2: Yeah, exactly. So I think I think this is a really interesting thing with the whole Lamar Jackson, and I'm not like I don't know exactly the the nooks and crannies of how these contract works and what you can do in terms of like signing trades and whatnot. But it seems like the sense is if the Colts were to trade or were to have Lamar Jackson, it would not necessarily be them signing the offer sheet and then the Ravens letting them go. It'd be more of like, Hey, like Ravens, you are going to sign Lamar Jackson and then trade him away towards us. And now we can negotiate and have this number four overall pick be like the main part of the deal. Instead of them giving it two first round picks, like the number four overall picks, like, worth that so it's like you can almost find a trade where it's like oh uh, not a straight up but like almost a one for one of like a fourth overall for lamar jackson type of trade there which you assume naturally like the ravens are probably going to be taking a quarterback in the scenario so if we're looking at this market like that could happen too but it's also like a scenario where the colts like want to get lamar jackson and they want to trade back and maybe the seahawks move up a spot and get a will anderson or something i i don't know i, th- I think the fourth fourth overall pick is like it's so locked in on the quarterback right now and it seems likely that a quarterback's going to be taken. But if I were to be betting this market, like I would start looking like down the board a little bit um, and just looking at potential fits for the Colts maybe, or another team, maybe like, I don't know, like a Paris Johnson 50 to one, or just like something ridiculous along the lines of like, um, I mean, Christian Gonzalez is 12 to one now, but it's like if you can get like 20 to one on a Christian Gonzalez or like like the top tackle, or like a, a a Devin Witherspoon, like sixty to one, like just just sprinkling in some of those just like long shot things, because there is a lot of things still to kind of happen with the Colts, and we don't know what's going to happen. We don't know we don't know anything yeah. that's going to happen there, especially if the Cardinals yeah. from back to four. Now it's like Christian Gonzalez is extremely live to go fourth overall. Uh, yeah, or like I a see like fifteen to
1: one. I see him at 15 to one on uh Bet MGM here. So that's, that's, that's not bad. So I, I like your line of thinking there because it's like, there is no guarantee that, that a quarterback goes number four overall. So, yeah. you know, why not shoot for the moon? Um, Because anything mm-hmm. can happen at that point. Um, yeah. You know, so, you know, uh, moving on to number five is where the Seahawks are, 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 are going to be picking from and, the Seahawks can really go in in any direction here, right? Like there is no guarantee. They take a quarterback. They could potentially move down as well. They can move up to take a quarterback. They can stick where they are and potentially have a quarterback fall to them that they maybe like, uh, you know, it's funny because if, uh, What's his name? Greg Roman was still the Ravens offensive corner. <laughs> They're like, all right, well, we'll just go ahead and trade Lamar Jackson. And then we'll just go ahead and take Anthony Richardson and we'll run the same exact offense that we were running. Not to say that Lamar Jackson isn't a better quarterback. I'm just saying that, you know, uh his style of offense would really cater to someone like Anthony Richardson. Um, But but yeah, man, like, I, you know, the Seahawks, I think. As our wild card as well at number five. And obviously, the further you go into the draft, the, the more of a wild card this draft becomes. Um, but, you know, same thing there. Like, what do you think the Seahawks are going to be doing? Like, you know, Anthony Richardson, you know, he might be gone by that point, but if he's not, you know, plus 900 odds for him, right? If Will Levis ends up going off the board before him, um, you know, him sitting behind Geno Smith for a year, potentially kind of, you know, getting a little bit of, of working behind him and he doesn't have to play year one. Right. Uh, But then as of right now, it seems like Will Anderson is the favorite, but there is no real favorite at at number five overall at this point. So we'll just real quick talk about the Seahawks and then we'll get into some of the the other props, like first player, offensive player selected. You know, how many quarterbacks will go into round one and the more fun stuff
2: after that. We're getting deep in the woods.
0: Plus, um,
2: so there's this guy on Twitter, Rob Staten. I think I'm saying his last name correctly, but he's an incredible follow. And in terms of just Seahawks coverage, it, it is just uh, un- amazing. I read every single word of everything he puts out, and he has really, like, really made it kind of easy in terms of just understanding the philosophy of the Seahawks, what it is they're trying to do. And for me, I really have two guys here that are kind of I'm kind of circling. It'd be one be Will Anderson, two would be Anthony Richardson. So I think Will Anderson is the guy they really want. I think I think that's the guy the Seahawks really, really want is Will Anderson. But again, if he goes three or four, I think Anthony Richardson's a guy. And I also think like the Seahawks are really young on this quarterback class. And I think they're kind of in this weird scenario where like they're sitting at five. If they were sitting at three, like I would feel pretty comfortable about Anthony Richardson. The Geno Mm -hmm. Smith deal, it's like it's in a perfect spot for him, specifically like Anthony Richardson, to kind of sit behind him a little bit. There's no pressure to start right away. But traits-wise, like this is exactly what John Snyder and Pete Carroll want. They want him. Like a Will Levis kind of fits that build as well. Um, Rob Staten went on a limb and said that the Seahawks are 100% not drafting Jalen Carter. So – um, I thought that was very interesting, and like, it, it really I thought like- if,
1: if you didn't tell me that, if you didn't tell me that, I would have been like, Seahawks are the ones drafting Jalen Carter, <laughs> right? Right, <laughs> and joking, it is, like, right. that's what I would have thought. <laughs>
2: this, this is exactly like why we 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 follow these information, follow these beat writers, right? Because it's like it really just kind of hones in, and I think the biggest part about, especially when it comes to betting the draft, it's less about what you think is going to happen, and more about like what you think is not going to happen, and then betting around that. So just like finding scenarios in which like, okay, we know this is not going to happen or we've kind of honed it to two or three or four scenarios. And like based on those four scenarios, what are the best odds and what do we think could potentially happen in those scenarios? Right. So um, for me, like they have Jalen Carter, like, to go to the Seahawks like plus four hundred, or like he's like one of the favorites to go. Yeah, I team fit wise, and it's just like for me, like I, I'm not even looking at that again. Like right. I'm going to trust Rob here. He's he's locked in with what's going on and the prototypes and everything they're looking at. So I think Will Anderson or Anthony Richardson are really interesting for them. Like I'd be shocked if one of them, one of those two is not the pick. But again, like there's also a scenario where both of them go ahead of him, and in that scenario, like I I, I think Will Levis potentially like could be a sneaky play there, but. Um, I really don't know what would happen if Richardson and Anderson are gone um, there. But I think I, of, I, I'd I hear be shocked that.
1: Richardson's mm-hmm. sitting at plus 900 uh, at MGM, and Will Levis is at plus 1000 at number five overall. Um, I want to move on to we, we've talked plenty of quarterbacks, and obviously, you know, Stroud, Young, Richardson, Levis probably locked. In, in the into the first round the line for how many quarterbacks are going to be taken in the first round is set four and a half and it's think thing that's relative relatively obvious at this point now Hendon hooker becomes the wild card here right and mm-hmm. you know does he make his way into the first round right and if you think he will you know you take the over four and a half at you know it's only set at plus 100 uh the under is set at minus 140 so meaning that you know the favorite right now is that only four quarterbacks that get taken in the first round according to vegas How are you feeling about this one? Obviously, you know, Mike Tannenbaum had, you know, this dude going at fifth overall to the Seahawks, which is a little bit ridiculous. Uh, But, you know, it it is interesting either way. Uh, But let me hear your thoughts, man. Do you think Hendon Hooker ends up being taken in the first round this year?
2: Yeah, so when this line dropped, it was actually like four and a half. The over was like plus 250 or like plus 300. So it was like juiced like heavily towards the under. And I would say in the past like week, there's been a lot more like and Hooker buzz. I think like Matt Miller put out something and Ian rapport talked about like the saints. Um, so yeah. we're in this scenario now where he's being talked about a potential first rounder and it. And we, we have to take a step back and look at how Hennon Hooker was potentially viewed before his ACL injury. And he was one of the players actually bet to go first overall when he was, he was having like Heisman level type yeah. of season for Tennessee um can run the yeah, ball
1: november if you were if you're talking about mid november like around that time like right before thanksgiving before he got hurt it was just like he, w- he was playing you know very good football um and you know i think a lot of smart gms might l- might look at that system and say like hey you know i'm not sure if it'll translate but at the end of the day like the season he was having was was legit
2: yeah 100 percent and the thing too is like he can re- he, he offers that dual threat ability of like runner thrower he's like he has a cannon of an arm he has good deep throwing he has a lot of things that you're looking for in a quarterback but again he's 25 years old coming Mm -hmm. off an acl injury and we might not be able to
1: play year one right exactly you know maybe towards the end of year one but what's the point of that at that that, exactly so what he's gonna gonna be he's gonna be like
2: 26 years old when he's taking his first nap i mean like you might as well throw me 26 up. 26 and I mean, a like... half. 26 and a half
1: because his birth is in January. So he's going to be 26 man. when this season's over.
2: He'll yeah, it's crazy. It's literally crazy. Yeah. So it's like, it's almost like that. You remember Brandon Whedon back then? He was like the 28 years old. I don't even know how he was able to get into college back in the day, but he somehow snuck into Oklahoma State. I don't know if he had like, I don't know if you've seen like bench warmers, but it's like the, the I'm 12 thing. That's probably what Brandon Whedon did to get in college. <laughs> Hunter Nooker might done the same thing to get in there. And now it's like they find out his real age, and now he's just like, oh well, like yeah. Well, I oh, call we'll him still a, take a, him or a, whatever. A,
1: in our last, we did quarterback prospects in our last episode. I called him a narc, like from twenty. <laughs> yeah, That's dude. what it reminded me of.
2: <laughs> he is, dude. He's just trying to fit in with everyone else. He's he's doing like so some adjustment like just for men or something to like uh <laughs> you know, keep keep keep, it look, keep it looking good.
1: So what do you think? Like, do you think he ends up like, is it just hype or do you think that it's going to end up like, like one of these teams are going to be desperate and they're just going to end up pulling the trigger on an older quarterback.
2: Yeah. No, I, pr- I promise to get to my point in a second. Um, well, <laughs> um, and, <laughs> and then, so, so the, re- the reason why I say that is like that, that's how teams pen- potentially evaluate him as a first round quarterback heading in. But we also hear this every year. Remember like it's Malik, it's every single year. There's always this guy like kind of at the back of first round. And it's like, Oh, is this guy going to like sneak into the first round or like, and it's, like, a lot of times that, like, never happens. It was, like, Kellen Mond. It was, like, Malik Willis last year. Um, I remember Desmond Ritter was kind of, like, in that range as well, where it's, like, people thought Desmond Ritter was going to sneak in. It's, like, no, none of these guys do that. And a lot of these times, the guys that aren't locked in and aren't viewed as these top guys just end up falling out of the first round. So I would say my lean right now is probably to go under 4 at that at that price. Um, it's probably a play I'm, gonna, I'm probably going to officially do um at that price because at that point it's like you have to look at specific teams and it's like the seahawks would if the seahawks get like a Will anderson like he would make sense but they're picking at 20 it's like do you do yeah. it there or do you are the lions at 18 going to do that or now it's like you're looking at some of the playoff teams do they really want to spend a first on picking a quarterback like the saints kind of make sense but you just gave Derek Carr. no yeah of-
1: exactly i, I don't money. see that either yeah yeah
2: 100%. So I, I get the idea of getting a fifth year option but it's also like this guy's going to be 30 like one years old when you're giving him a fifth year option it's like it's like dude come on like he can be good you there's, there's a lot of question marks there like i could easily see him being like a second round quarterback or i mean if a team's willing to risk that for that like i, I could see him going first i could but like at this point it's also like, the
1: bucks it's also the bucks right like they 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 they're in the market for a quarterback, they could potentially trade up to like, I can see that happening as well um, as somebody who needs a quarterback. Cause I don't think they're sold. Obviously That's Baker true. Mayfield is Baker Mayfield and you know, they have a quarterback that they drafted in the second round two years ago, but I think they might be in the market once again for a quarterback.
2: True. True. Yeah, that, that is true. And I think, I think someone put out like the Vikings that, that get, that could make sense. Kirk cousins mm-hmm. on like his last year. Like I could, I could see that they, they tried to get maybe like a Kellen Mond, um, that could be interesting. I, th- I think it's going to be one of the teams that drafts Hooker would be a team that already has a starter in place, but is not like an elite starter. So it'd be like a mid tier. It could be like a Geno Smith or a Jared Goff yeah. or a Kirk Cousins or a Derek. Yeah. I mean, the Saints would make sense, but I would I would be shocked if they sent a first round pick on a quarterback when they really have like no draft capital and they kind of have they're in a spot where they can win, but like they kind of need like another extra boost, maybe yeah. on, like the defense or something. So there's
1: also Washington um, too, but like we're, we're- where they're draft, you know, it's a little high for a hooker. Then maybe they trade down I, exactly. I, or maybe they trade up from the second round, but I can't imagine yeah. teams trading up for a handed, handed hooker. You know, I just, I don't see that, that at all. I feel like they, they, if you're thinking about it, he, he, he gets to you and you make the pick, but I don't see any scenario where any teams are trading up for him.
2: 2400 sports is an odyssey company.